Hello, everyone, and welcome to Radiating Change Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest who is a Jersey girl, not just any Jersey girl, but a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer, boxing and kickboxing instructor, a cancer survivor, lover of fitness, martial arts, and you know my favorite, chocolate. None other than Tammy Weitzman. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm happy to be joining you today. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. To those of you who are listening for the first time, I am your certified health coach, Olive. And today I have Tammy with me. I met Tammy at Title Boxing here in um, Arsley, New York. And um, I loved how her methods, the methods in which she used and just how she is as an overall person and as a trainer. And um, I'm so honored and thankful that you decided to just have, um, you know, allow me to interview you on today on the topic of the fight of your life. I feel that you have a story to share that might be able to encourage or inspire someone else out there, both male and female. And um, I feel as though with your professional background, you can kind of give us some tips for those of us who may um, want to start working out again or is looking to lose weight or what have you. So um, how you been? How are you? I'm good. So I'm, I'm really excited to be on the podcast <clears throat> today. And um, yeah, this is actually my first podcast. So th- thank you for inviting me. <laughs> no problem. It's an honor to have you. So um, just tell the people a little bit about yourself, who you are. Yeah, so uh, I'm a certified personal trainer, like you said, with NASM, if you're familiar with the certifications. Um, I currently teach group fitness and uh, have like a zillion jobs. So (laughs) group fitness instructor in the local Riverdale Y. Uh, I also teach classes at Title Boxing Club Ardsley, like you mentioned. Uh, I do one-on-one personal training, um, strength and conditioning, boxing, kickboxing, self-defense, you name it. I'm I'm your well actually not everything like I'm not a Pilates and a yoga person so like don't come to me for that but anything else uh, uh, I uh, you know I I do so um, yeah I got certified about three years ago uh, in 2017 Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm also a breast cancer survivor Mm -hmm. so actually passed my NASM exam two days after I was diagnosed with breast cancer oh wow So kind of like I was nervous for the test and then didn't seem like such a big deal anymore (laughs) two days later. Yeah, so I went through a year and a half of treatment, uh, chemo, radiation, Mm -hmm. um, two surgeries, Mm -hmm. and everything that comes with that physical therapy, living as a patient for Mm -hmm. basically close to two years. Um, And today, knock on wood, I'm cancer-free. And uh, yeah, and exercise was so important during that time and especially uh you know for my physical health as you know as especially but also for your mental health which I think now translating into this pandemic uh what's you know with what's going on Mm -hmm. it's kind of a shame that they were quick to close gyms as I understandably a hot spot of virus spread but so many people rely on gyms for their their physical health but also their mental health 
Absolutely. I agree. And I'm, thank you for um, mentioning um, about men mental health. Before we jump a little bit into that, you mentioned how, um, you know, you are cancer-free. Yay, I'm so excited for you. That's thank awesome. You. Um, and how you had to undergo chemo and treatment and things like that. What was your um, mindset during that time, during those two years? Um, yeah, so I mean, obviously, it was hard for me because going into that, I was in the best shape of my life. Uh, no family history of breast cancer. Um, so when I found the lump, uh, I was like, Oh, it's not gonna be anything I, you know, kind of went through like, little like finding things here and there before. Mm -hmm. So I was really blindsided. Um, you know, there's some people who walk around, like, I have a friend who walks around and she's like, I just know I'm going to get cancer one day. I never walked around like that. I oh was just goodness. like in this, you know, working out and getting my certification and like doing martial arts and loving it. Um, and then, you know, sort of get, getting blindsided by this diagnosis and walking into these uh, treatment centers, uh, ended up getting treated at Memorial Sloan Kettering, uh, which hooray for the team there. They're really great and they really support you all the way through. Um, but you know, walking in there, you're a cancer patient. Like there's no way to, you know, sugarcoat anything. Like you walk in there and you're going to see some sobering things. Now, having said that every person's cancer is different. No two breast cancers are the same. No two people's circumstances are the same. So I'd walk in there, you know, with on my own two feet, not using a walker, not using oxygen. Thankfully, I didn't really have too many complications with the treatments. Um, but when you're sitting in that waiting room, and they do keep you waiting because <laughs> it takes everything takes a long time, you you see some really sick people, and I think that probably was the hardest part. Of well, I'm like, well, I'm fit, and I hang out in a gym all day, and I'm badass because I box and right. I take punches to the head, and you know. I do jujitsu and I, you know, like I wrestle with people, right? So, you know, I can't be sick. So it was really hard to sort of, you know, connect those two things because on the outside, you know, except for losing my hair and things like that, it, I didn't look sick. So mm. I think mentally that was really hard to go through. Um, but in the end, the exercise was what helped me mentally get through it. Uh, at the time, I was working with um, a coach who I worked with for a number of years, and he was just like, we're going to do whatever you could do. So, you know, your cardio uh, respiratory output will go down because the chemo is, um, you know, making you immunocompromised and your, your blood cell count will be lowered. So you mm -hmm. may feel more fatigue. Um, sometimes you'll sleep a lot and things like that. The way that translated into workouts was you can't do intense cardio. You just, it's not there. Like you literally can't tap any reserves in your muscles and in your heart because you just won't be able to breathe. Like, right. so, you know, if you were a runner or something like that before, like any of those things are going to be challenging. Um, but what I couldn't do was lift weights, do a little mm -hmm. boxing, which we did. Um, and, uh, you know, I just took it one day at a time. It was hard to sort of see in my head. I was like, oh, but I went down from where I was, mm -hmm. not realizing that 
you know, like I was deadlifting like mm-hmm. over a hundred pounds while on chemo, which is wow. kind of crazy, you know? Wow. That's intense. That's awesome. I think your story is, was so fascinating to me. Um, I was so glad that um, your name popped up on Instagram, I guess, because I was, that's when I was tagging the gym, you know, Mm -hmm. in some um, of my postings. And I was like, oh my God, there goes Tammy. I'm going to follow Tammy, you know? And um, when I saw that, I think you were celebrating like a anniversary of um, you being cancer free. And I was just like, oh my goodness. I immediately went into prayer. I was like, God, just continue to strengthen her and keep her, you know, just praying for you and your family, you know, because I've, I have people in my family who um, are cancer survivors um, who um, suffered. And, and I've seen, like, I can recall my grandfather, you know, when he had cancer and just the toll it took on his body. And like you said, everyone um, who suffers or who's dealing with cancer is different. They go through it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember seeing him overcome that. Um, my husband's aunt, she's a cancer survivor, you know, and I, I love interacting, talking with her, you know, but one of the things that stick out to me that you continue to say is how you continue to exercise, you continue to work out, you continue to stay active. Why is staying active um, so important, even when going through something as um, strenuous as cancer? Yeah, so um, again, those are all, you know, interesting points that you make. But um, so I'll talk a little bit about both aspects of that. Um, So the first one is that I was diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer. So for all the breast cancer survivors out there, um, there's a few different kinds. I'm not a doctor, but this is just what I learned going through it and having friends go through it. Um, So triple negative means it's negative for all three hormones that can be in your cancer. Um, You might have heard of uh, estrogen, progesterone, and something called HER2. Again, if I'm getting all this a little science wrong, forgive me. Um, So you can be positive for one. You can be positive for two, you can be positive for three, or it can be negative for all three. Now, people who are positive, you might hear about women who, after treatment, they'll go on tamoxifen, which is a medication that can suppress estrogen and therefore, you know, suppress a recurrence of cancer. Um, so for triple negative, since there's no hormones in my cancer, um, the tamoxifen will not help me. So it's not a viable option. My doctor wouldn't prescribe it. It wouldn't do anything because it's an estrogen suppressor and um, I didn't have estrogen in my cancer. So uh, we did do some other trials and things that I did for about six months. Um, But basically once they let you go and say, okay, you're done with treatment, you're you're just like, wait, what? Like I just have to go and there's no sort of, I want to, I don't want to call an insurance policy, but for some women it is an insurance policy. I was lucky enough to have a contact at an organization that's called uh, Shar Sharet, which is for Jewish women going through breast cancer. And they match you um, with a peer. So it's someone who had the same type of cancer that you had. uh, Mm -hmm. And they're like a survivor, however many years out. So they can sort of say, oh, if you get this treatment, maybe try this. Or if you're having these side effects. And basically sort of be like a buddy. Um, So I did have uh, someone, shout out to her, 
Uh, and she kind of, you know, she kind of helped me through that. And she did send me a lot of uh, literature saying that uh, in terms of recurrence, going through treatment as well, which I'll get to, but in terms of cancer recurrence, exercise is pretty much, I don't want to say an insurance policy, but your, your best bet uh, to sort of keep that cancer at bay. Other things like staying at a healthy body weight, um, you know, eating more of a plant-based diet. So I tried to make a lot of those changes after, you know, after going through treatment. Um, but again, like I'm not into extremes. I'm not the kind of coach who's going to tell you to go no carbs or no sugar or no, no, like to go find someone else if you want that. Cause that is not me. I like chocolate, like we said, and, and sweets and everything like that. So I just like to find a healthy balance. And then, so that's to sort of speak of the physical side. There's actually some fascinating, uh, research being done right now at a number of hospitals besides for including Memorial Sloan Kettering, on uh, exercise trials. So what they do is they actually run that just like they run a drug trial. And what they'll do is they'll take a bunch of patients who are undergoing chemotherapy, and one set of patients will exercise, and the exercise varies, so I don't, I don't want to go into too much detail, uh, and one set of patients who don't, and they're basically getting the same chemo meds, same regimen, everything the same, and they're seeing really great results in the exercise group, their tumors are responding better wow. to the treatment and fascinating things like that. They're having less side effects, which I actually, um, I wasn't part of the trial, but uh, my oncologist couldn't believe uh, the, the minimums of side effects that I, that I went through. So, wow. so yeah, awesome. so keeping fit was part of my identity and I had already been doing it. So it was kind of easy to sort of stay there and just do what I can do. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and the mental health aspect, I think of, you know, of working out, that's sort of like another piece uh, of why it was so important, especially, um, again, I have literature on this, but I don't want to bore everyone to tears. Um, boxing, martial arts, any type of performance-based exercise, meaning, and even if you're a runner, because I'm not a runner, but I know that, you know, people sort of go through this, where you're learning a skill, right? Like you're trying to achieve a goal. And the goal is not six-pack abs or fitting into a dress. Now, not to say that those aesthetic goals, there's nothing wrong with that. And if someone wants to lose weight for that reason, that's fine. But the problem with that is once you fit into the dress and once you get the six-pack, right, your goal is met. So like, where do you go from there? Like, what's going to make you stay there just because mm -hmm. you want to keep looking good or you want, it's kind of hard mentally to move on from that. Mm -hmm. So the thing that I love about, you know, learning boxing combinations, first of all, I mean, you can go until forever. Like <laughs> you can, there's always something new to learn. Uh, you know, with martial arts, there's always somewhere to progress to. Um, so if the goal is for performance, like if you're working out for performance, and even it translates to weightlifting, let's say you want to, you know, nail a, a PR, like your personal best record on unlifting, or you were never able to do a push up, or you were never able to do a pull up, and that's the goal. The goal is always moving because, you know, let's say you get the first push up, well now try to do 10. And then let's say you get that first pull up. Well, now try to do, you know, three sets of 10 or wherever. And so you can keep 
pushing yourself because you can keep moving the goal. So I like that type of training. I mean, I much prefer that type of training than straight up like we're going to go to the gym and sweat and go home, you know? Right. I love that. I love that because like for a person who's like me, I like that you said, um, where do you go from there? After you reach a goal, okay, great, fantastic, congratulations, right? That's awesome. Yeah, like now, you look great and you're shredded. Okay, well, what now? <laughs> yeah, what now? You know, um, I can attest to that very thing because when I first started my fitness journey was in 2014. Um, I went from 205 to 175 in like 30 days. Oh, wow. That's yeah, I did that. I did that in 30 days. And when I and was say that was uh, just diet nutrition or yeah, I totally changed the way I was eating. It was just clean eating, exercising, I was exercising six days a week. And then like on I would do three intense days to like light workouts. I was doing a lot of cycling with the you know, and I included my family in it, you know, because being a mom and then being a stay at home mom and also, all the other things I have to do, like for the ministry and things like that, um, I had to find ways to stay active, you mm -hmm. know. So um, during the times in which, let's say, if the children were out of school, I'm like, okay, guys, hey, mommy's still going to work out. You can join mommy in her workout. Or when we go ride our bikes on the trail, we can do that. So I gradually was um, teaching them how to um, enjoy exercising in an indirect way. So yeah, I think that's um, you know, <laughs> so important, especially I mean, look, I train kids. And yeah. that's really how it has to be. They, ha they have to be having fun, you know? Yes, yes, absolutely. So for instance, you know, where, where I reside, we're not too far from um, a, a local park in our area. And it's about four miles on the trail. So what I did was I said, Okay, guys, this week, we're going to do two miles, but I didn't say two miles i said we're gonna go to this point which i knew was two miles i said and we're gonna rest there i packed a little lunch and i said we're gonna ride back home and that's what we did so i did that for one week and then the following week i added another mile and then until we were able to get to that part because i told myself okay guys we have to build up your fitness level so that way you can handle the ride from the house to this particular park so mm -hmm. that way, when it's time after you're playing in the park and so forth, we're able to go back, you know, and make it back home at a, you know, decent hour before, because um, there's no lights on the trail. So <laughs> I remember you got to be time, home before dark. Yeah, <laughs> be home before dark. I remember one time the sun was going down and my youngest son at the time, his he was still in training wheels. So it was just a struggle even with that, because you know how when everyone has their momentum mm -hmm. and then we have the straggler and it's like my husband and I would take turns you know, staying behind to make sure he's there and we had the lights on and everything Then they're hearing the little chipmunks. And now he's like, what is that? I'm like, it's fine. We're in their habitat. Let's just continue to ride home. But um, with that being said, you know, it's finding your rhythm. So I like, you know, your method of, okay, where do we go from there? I remember losing the weight. I was at my fit goal. I was actually training to do a Spartan race, which I was so excited about doing, which I still, it's still one of my goals because I, I just want to do it to prove to myself that I can do it, right? Yeah, that's awesome. So um, one of what ended up happening was not even during my training, 
I slipped in my driveway and severely sprained my ankle and my wrist. Oh, man, that stinks. And it's <laughs> always at home. I oh. sprained my ankle going down the stairs with holding a cup of coffee. Like, yes. moms, we're always doing 100 things at once. Yes. That is really it. And Absolutely. that is literally when you fall and hurt yourself. I've sparred with some badass people oh and goodness. been fine. And, like, I've been thrown and flipped <laughs> and whatever and hit in the head. And I literally will fall on my face going down the stairs. I'm like, how did I? And the boy's like, oh, my God, Mom. And, and now it's to the point where they're like, mom, don't hold anything. We have it from the car, like across the driveway to the house. I'm like, okay. You know, they was like, we don't want you to fall again. And it was so devastating for me because I was at my fit goal. I reached my fit goal. I was comfortable where I was. I was maintaining my, my weight and, um, went to the urgent care. They said it was a severe sprain. Don't worry about it. It will heal in time. I didn't think anything of it. So now here we go, maybe a year or two later, um, I'm starting to experience sharp pains in my wow. ankle and my wrist. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what's going on? And I was restarting my journey. And um, I had just finished um, with my certification as a health coach. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is awesome. I'm going to you know, I utilize what um, I learned and, and how, you know, some of the methods that I use with my clients, even for myself, because I feel like, you know, we are walking billboards. Yeah, you know? like, so, why not, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I learned this, you know, to, I can apply it to my life as well. So um, I began my journey and the kitchen is, is clean as far as food goes, you know, and for those of you who are stay-at-home moms or feel like it's not possible for your children to like healthy foods, it is possible. It's just a matter of slowly introducing and swat swapping some things out. You know, something that um, they might, maybe they've never experienced or enjoyed yogurt. You know, find a yogurt is something that they might like, you know, or, you know, if it's a piece of chocolate or something that they really, really like, it's fine, but in moderation, not, you know, excessively where every day you're having a snickers like yeah yeah you know? definitely i mean so, look i i totally agree with that it is challenging with kids and and i i was a stay-at-home mom for for a long time too um and yeah especially when you're dragging them to the grocery store um near me there was a grocery store where I actually had like a candy free aisle you don't really oh. see that a lot but there are few and far between but mm -hmm. I'd always try to like go in that aisle when you have like toddlers or something who want to grab everything they see that's at eye level mm -hmm. um yeah but you know I think the best thing that moms can do also is um just model good behavior so yes my kids are most my two older ones are teenagers now so yeah their teenagers are going to eat what they want they're also going to be able to buy what they want mm -hmm. go out you know on their own um but you know look they see that i make time for exercise that i see that i do eat chocolate and cake once in a while mm -hmm. <laughs> uh but that you know you're not over restricting and you're you're basically trying to eat mostly fruits vegetables and you know lean sources of protein right and that's so key, you know, because um, modeling that good behavior, you know, um, and also showing them that it's okay to have a healthy balance. Like you don't have to deprive yourself because I feel like the minute you begin to deprive yourself, that's when you binge, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely had experience with that. Um, 
the first uh, sort of way that I was getting back into fitness after having my youngest son, when I, I had like, I lost 50 pounds, I had a lot of weight to lose. Uh, after having a third kid, and it gets harder with each successive kid, uh, maybe you didn't lose five to 10 pounds from the one before, so now yes. your starting point is higher. Um, but the first thing that I did was uh, my local gym had this uh, fitness challenge, if you want to call it, in January, you know, to sort of, like, get people in the door. Um, and I didn't know anything at that point about exercise. Like, I was a complete novice. So uh, I didn't know anything about exercise or nutrition. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. What the heck, you know? So I tried it and, uh, it was deprivation. So the nutrition advice they gave you was no salt, no sugar, no bread. I think no to everything that you like basically. Right. Uh, and then it was meeting with a trainer once a week and attending a minimum of three to five classes. Wow. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously it's shocked my body and yeah, I lost weight. It looked great, but guess what? I couldn't stay there. It, it wasn't sustainable. And so then I started, you know, looking, you know, like on social media and online and sort of like reading more about, um, not that I'm an intuitive eater. I like, I know that ha that whole thing movement has a lot of rules, but sort of finding a healthy balance, um, you know, everything in moderation. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, I was depriving myself up to a point where then, you know, like I'd raid the, the closet for like, you know, some long lost <laughs> snack, right, from your kid's thing. Yeah. Like I probably ate stale graham crackers from oh. his, out of his backpack. That was probably like a low point, you know, mm -hmm. just because my body was like craving like craving. carbohydrates and just anything to give it that energy that I wasn't mm -hmm. giving it. And I was working out like five, six days a week, which is crazy. So I don't recommend. <laughs> I know that those routes are very tempting, especially now, like maybe people gained weight in lockdown. I definitely don't fit into my clothes the way that I did pre-corona, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but, and I know that, look, not, not to knock the whole diet industry, the goal of getting healthier is definitely a, a good goal, but just be wary, I would say, especially to women of anything that seems extreme or very quick, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not going to name anything on here, mm -hmm. but yeah. And anything that's taking away something you love, like if you love carbs or you love coffee or you love whatever it is, and that diet says you can't have that ever, just walk away. <laughs> like, don't, right. don't do it. Just find something else, you know? Because mm -hmm. you're not going to be happy and you want to love what you're doing. Like, I love to work out and i didn't know that i would love working out and for me um just to go back to mental mental health that was my way of just my alone time you know like my yes, yes. me centering myself and me just focusing on something for myself and um you know just being a stay-at-home mom for a, a long time um it it was something that I felt I was lacking because I think sometimes as moms, we don't realize we give up so much and we can tend to neglect ourselves. Yeah, you know? definitely. So that even, is so true. You know, so even for, you know, with what you said in reference to um, if there's a workout regimen or a diet out there that is depriving you of something that you really enjoy, 
to just walk away or find something else. It's so true. And I think that's why, like, for me, I love what I do in assisting others when it comes to their health as a certified health coach, because I cater and customize stuff according to their lifestyle. And that's right. so important because it's the longevity of it. It's not right. just, oh, okay, you're going to lose weight in a week. Okay, right. you can, but are you going to be able to maintain it? Like, is it healthy? You know, so mm-hmm. um, I think that's that's so, so important. Um, I want to just move on to like just another topic, like a subtopic, because um, we already spoke about the importance of, health and you know take care of ourselves um we touched a little bit on that um what is some tips that you're able to share with someone who may be opposed to working out like if have you ever met someone who walked into the gym or walked you know who met you and was like oh no I would I don't like exercising I would never like (laughs) what what advice would you give them Yeah. So I think uh, I I get that a lot, especially (laughs) friends of mine. What? I hate working out. I don't want to do this. Um, So yeah, if you're, if someone like that, uh, and I I get this question a lot of what's the best cardio I can do to lose weight, right? Everyone wants like a magic answer. The magic answer is the one you're going to do because you like it. Right. So maybe that's picking up like an old sport you used to do when you, you were younger, like maybe you played mm-hmm. tennis as a kid or soccer or something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, there's lots of like adult leagues. My brother's in many of them, like adult basketball leagues, adult soccer leagues. I mean, now with COVID, that might be a little uh, on, on the back burner. But, um, you know, even just like you said, riding bikes with your kids. I mean, there's a bike shortage right now in this country because everyone's biking to work, which I think is great. Uh, you know, and kids were riding bikes because they couldn't do their normal summer programs. Mm-hmm. So if you can get your hands on a bike, maybe Craigslist or, you know, eBay or whatever, or even in a store if you can find right. one. Um, so yeah, so definitely, uh, I'd say like, do something you like. Uh, every day of the lockdown, I mean, we, we weren't, you know, I live in New York City. We we were locked down. We were always allowed out for exercise. So right. I walked with my kids in the local park and, um, you know, I rode my bike to clear my head and give myself some me time. And, um, you know, it doesn't have to look like my workout doesn't have to look like your, your workout, you know, so just find Absolutely. something you enjoy. I love that. My workout does not have to look like your workout. Why? Because everyone is different. You know, everyone is built different. You know, so like she said, find something that you love to do, stick with it, and just do it. Like, I feel like God has given us life so that we may enjoy it. You know, he he said, um, and I'm just going to quote a Bible verse, and it says how, um, um, I wish above all that thou will prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul prosper. God wants us not only to be in good health, but he also wants us to have that spiritual balance as well. Right. So even if it means like you riding your bike just to clear your head or just to meditate on something or if you pray or if you meditate, because everyone is, you know, is different. And I'm not here to like put my beliefs on anyone. But, you know, just find something that you love to do and just stick with it because it's so important. Balance is so, so, so important. And we don't realize it. But the minute we begin to do something, a little bit of something every day 
you're now creating habits, right? So if you are consistent in it and developing good habits, it goes back to what Tammy mentioned, modeling good behavior, even in front of your children or your spouse or your family members. Now they in turn would want to start eating healthy and start doing right. I saw that for myself with my own family. Like they would, we would go out to family functions and they're like, oh, hey, can you have, you know, here's this. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I'm okay. I'm just going to have this, that, you know, I'll just have less of that, you know, and, and some of this, you know, I will pick a healthy option. They're like, what's wrong with you? Mind you, <laughs> those of you who don't know, I'm Hispanic. Um, <laughs> my husband is Cuban and West Indian. So the food oh, yeah. in our you guys, house. You guys have good food. <laughs> okay. It's, it's crazy okay so think between thanksgiving birthdays any family functions there's always rice there's always some form of stewed whatever you know and it's very flavorful and everything but it's just in moderation mm-hmm. you know yeah, you can still have what that. you want in moderation you know when i first started i had someone who told me exactly what tammy mentioned oh no carbs no salt no and i'm like wait a minute don't wait a minute something's not right yeah you're like no i want my cuban food (laughs) right i'm hispanic i want my rice and beans i need what do you mean no salt so it i went to the extreme tammy of creating my own adobo with no salt this was oh god (laughs) this this was before goya created the less salt Mm -hmm. adobo and i'm like oh i could have patented this or spoke to someone you know but you know, now that they have it, I, I use that for my foods because, again, it's just a healthy option, learning how to swap stuff out. Like, um, you can use Mrs. Dash seasoning, you know, like they have very flavorful stuff that's less salt, you know, for those people who maybe suffer with hypertension, things like that. You just want to watch, you know, your intake. But, um, but yeah, yeah, I totally you know, agree with that. It's important that we find a balance and do, um, do what we love. You know, is there anything you want to share on that before we move to the next question? Uh, Yeah, just going back to, you know, if people are kind of in different stages of either quarantine or homeschooling or whatever. um, I know sometimes I do get the question, well, I live in an apartment or it's hard to go for a walk where I live or it's too hot or it's freezing cold or whatever. Um, So what I will say to that is uh, I have one of those dance games with my kids. You don't even need this game. You can just put on music and dance like no one's watching. Mm -hmm. Put on whatever decade you were in high school. Yes. (laughs) And just like, you know, for me, that was 80s. So I like blast that 80s music. Um, (laughs) But we do have like a dance game for the Nintendo. But I think it's on different platforms, like the Mm -hmm. Just Dance. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm a big fan of that for when the weather's cold or hot. Mm -hmm. um, And just it's like a way to get movement. And it's fun, you know. So as long as you're having fun. uh, If you're a stay-at-home mom and you're doing some laundry or whatever, you know, bringing it up the stairs, you know, carrying baskets. Like Mm -hmm. uh, in my house, we have a downstairs refrigerator and no one ever wants to get anything from there. (laughs) But I'm like, that's exercise, like going down, getting that second thing of whatever milk or whatever it is that's in the downstairs refrigerator. So even if you're stuck at home, you know, there's ways to use your stairs, to use your body weight, to dance around and you can get some movement in even if you're home. Absolutely. I am very familiar with Just Dance. I love that for the um, the Nintendo V. And that was one of my go-tos, like on my light days. I would just put the, um, the game in and I would have my boys, um, you know, dancing yeah, with yeah, me. Yeah, that's great. 
And it is so awesome. One of them, I think, actually have um, a section where it's made for workout. And you don't oh, even yeah, know. Yeah, like just sweat. It'll say yeah, just sweat. Yeah, you know, and you can do that. And it's something fun and entertaining. And like Tammy said, you know, if you don't have that, that's fine. Put on your music, blast your music, have fun. Don't disturb your neighbors. But, you know, just have fun with it because that, that's when you'll begin to see results. You know, yeah, when, I agree with that. When you're having fun because if you're miserable and, oh, my God, I have to go to the gym, d- I can't see your membership <laughs> <laughs> because it's not worth it. It's like now you're spending money for something that you really don't want to do and it becomes a chore rather than a way of life, you know, like – being active should be a lifestyle, you know? Right. Definitely. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta make it part of your lifestyle in whatever way that you can do that. And I think just to sort of say one little thing about that is that with social media, I mean, look, it's great. It could connect a lot of people and there's a lot of positive things, but when especially women start looking and comparing themselves it's such a downward spiral. Like mm-hmm. that's why I say my workout does not have to look like your workout. Cause people will go on social media and think I need to do this to look like her. Right. And the answer is the only person you should look like is you. So, right. you know, if you're someone, uh, you know, that has a certain type of genetics, you might never have a six pack because mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of genetics play a role. Obviously nutrition is important, but that just might not be in the cards for you. And so, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are, a lot of women are built larger on the bottom than the top. Right. A lot of women maybe have more muscle, you know, in their upper body than their lower body as right. opposed to others. And, you know, when you start, cause I was a victim of that and I was guilty of that. So, uh, you know, if you can just, you know, look through for inspiration and that's great. Maybe try something new that you've never tried before, mm-hmm. but don't look at others and make, you know, make the goal. I need to look like her or I need to have legs like her or right. booty like her or whatever. Right. Just, you know, just look like you, <laughs> maybe a better improved version of that's you if you're it. trying to improve yourself. That's it. It's like I say all the time, be the best you, you can be. Yeah. I like you that. know, just be that. And, and nothing more, nothing less. You know, it's another option to my son. Um, he has TikTok. So I decided to do TikTok, right? So um, fun. <laughs> I'm addicted. They, TikTok, oh my goodness. There's, um, I don't know their names off the top of my head, but there's a couple that do like these little workouts and it's so much fun. And I'm like, oh my God, okay, I want to try that. So I would drag my husband like, babe, come let's try this he's like oh lord what what are you trying now i'm like come on just try it with me i just want to see if we can do this and he's like but what about your ankle i'm like i'm gonna wrap it i'm gonna you know and he's like all right you know and little by little as i begin to um just again just stay active i feel my ankle strengthening you know um yeah they said i'm still gonna need like some kind of surgery or something but I will not allow that to stop me from being active, you know, because one, I, I don't believe in quitting, mm-hmm. you know, and then two, I have my children looking at me, you know, again, modeling good behavior. What example am I setting for my children? You know, well, mom quit, you know, I would not give them that excuse or that opportunity to say I quit in anything, you know, or let's say I gave it my best and I wasn't successful at it. Okay. Then it'll just be that, you know, but mom did not quit, you know? So 
TikTok is just another avenue that people can find inspiration. There are many of trainers on there at, that um, are exercising and doing exercise movements to songs. You know, it's so much fun. Yeah, and it is fun. Can, you try to like have to hit every beat or something like yeah. that where there's like a challenge. Yeah, those are cute. I've seen them. Those are fun. You know, and you can include all of your family members, mm-hmm. um, you know, in that. So I think that that's so awesome. Um, my last question is, what are some simple at-home workouts people who are um, facing some challenges, whether it be knee, ankle, or so forth, that they can do at home? Yeah, so that's a really good question. Um, so, you know, it's a little bit tricky uh, when you're at home because maybe you're used to having lots of equipment in the gym and you don't. Um, but you'd be surprised if you look around your house. Uh, there's lots of things that you have that you can use uh, in terms of equipment. So obviously I'd recommend like body weight workouts. You know, you got you got squats, push-ups, um, you know, planks. Uh, I, I did a number of videos, I guess, at, at the start of the lockdown. So mm-hmm. on my Instagram, which I'm sure you'll link mm-hmm. me later or whatever mm-hmm. in your notes, um, you know, you can see some of those. Uh, but I would raid your uh, pantry and your laundry room. So if anyone has those liquid detergents that are like really heavy, like the Tide or whatever, um, you can use that instead of a kettlebell. So mm-hmm. just look up any kettlebell workout and you can use the liquid laundry detergents if you have like really large jugs of water those big ones with a gallon what are the two gallons with the handle mm-hmm. um and you know cans like canned goods which we all stocked up on in the beginning i think i have like a million <laughs> goya beans or whatever mm-hmm. um those can be like light weights that you can use for shoulders um and again so what i would say is if if you're having a knee issue or an ankle issue or Uh, a foot issue, what we say in the business is don't train through it, train around it, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've sprained my ankle, even my knee, my left knee is not the greatest these days. Um, But again, train around it. So Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean I can't bench press. That doesn't mean I can't do push-ups. That doesn't mean I can't work my upper body. Um, I can also work my lower body maybe with non-body weight stuff where you're lying down on the ground doing glute bridges, you're doing single leg exercise to strengthen, you know, the leg. And you can progress those and regress those um, as you, you know, as you see fit to your level. Awesome. So I hope, that, I hope that answered <laughs> the question. Yes, absolutely. That answered. And, and, that's, and that's key. Like, um, one of the things too, if I can add, um, when my children were smaller, you know, for those new mommies out there, you can use your baby as a Oh, way. yeah, I've, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can, you know, it's, make it into a game. You can use your baby and do squats with your child. Or, you know, if you're laying down on your back and you just want to do some sort of, you know, arm work, you can do that. You just, you know, make, be creative. Yeah, I think I've definitely had a video where I was planking and my kid was on my back or something. Yeah. And he he was big. He was like four. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I've definitely seen that. Yeah, use your baby. Look on YouTube. There's so much stuff out there, you know, stroller size or, you know, mm-hmm. any of those type things. Um, if you find yourself in a playground, there's lots of good uh, playground workouts you yes. can use all the equipment for. Um if you've ever, if they have those swings there with uh, not like a hard seat, but a, the bendable seat, like the rubber seat, um, that's a TRX right there. Any mm-hmm. suspension thing that you've done on a TRX, 
you can do with a playground swing. So mm-hmm. absolutely, little, little tip. <laughs> absolutely, at the playground is the best for um, any sort of workouts. I remember I used to do um, pretend with the boys, especially if the park the playground was clear and there weren't any other children and we were there early. I'm like, okay, who wants to do American Ninja Warrior? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I would time them and they would go through it. And then I would go through it. You know, the monkey bars running up the little rock. That's such a great idea. Yeah. Down the slide around, you know, and then by the time it's my turn, there are parents looking strangely at me like, why is that lady? I'm like, come on, you want to join? They're like, uh, no. <laughs> you know, but, you know, it's it's just one of those things you can't do um, just to stay motivated and active. And it's also encouraging to your children, too, because you're now creating um, an environment for them that um, is encouraging to let them know, like, it's important to be active, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Yeah, but uh, thank you so much, Tammy, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to chat with me today on this episode, The Fight of Your Life. We can yeah, fight thank through. you so much for having me. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. We can fight through adversity. We can fight through any shortcomings. Listen, we're fighting through this pandemic. <laughs> you know, we have to just stay active. You can find Tammy on Instagram at Tammy underscore training. She has some fantastic um, workouts there. If you are in the Westchester County area and you're just looking for like group classes, I'm sure you can find that on her Instagram. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. if you're in Westchester or, uh, you know, north of New York City, uh, so I'm at Tile Boxing Club in Ardsley, um, also at the Riverdale Y, which we're currently holding outdoor group fitness, so you can check out the website for that. Um, and just, you know, DM me on Instagram if you're interested in any kind of one-on-one training or virtual training. Absolutely. So you heard it from her, from Tammy. Um, thank you so much. I pray that you could have continued success and good health. And thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. You as well. I'm super excited. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Radiating Change Podcast. Also, check out radiatingaromas.com.